hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the pod. As you can see, we've got a guest with us today that we are so stoked about. Yes. So this is Miss Avery from Chiller Queen Podcast. Yes. You may also recognize her from 90 Day Fiance Mm -hmm. as the super badass on that show. The only one that mattered on the show, really. Like, Big Ed who, we don't care. We've got Avery. So... No neck Ed. Like, what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. So, let's start. Avery. Well, actually, we do have a question for you before we have you do your introduction. Absolutely. What is your actual last name? <laughs> it's a uh, Warner. I don't like to say it much because it reminds me of my ex-husband. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Just never change the last name after the divorce. So that's why I'm always like, I'm Avery. Last name doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, we're just putting you on the spot today. Yeah. We're putting <laughs> you on the spot and I'm clearly a fucking idiot because. No. Did you fine. realize the package that you got from us? What the last it's name cook. was? Okay. Dope cook. Yeah. It's okay. That's what people refer to me as. Right. Avery dope cook. And I, I laugh every time. I'm like, this is great. I love it. <laughs> so. When we we Googled you for some reason, I've, oh, we, well, we Googled because I was telling yeah. her stuff about 90 Day Fiance, and right. I go, wait a second, her last name is not Cook. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, what does it say on your Instagram? And then it's like Avery Rash. Yeah. And then Warner yeah. comes up. So we're like, what the fuck? Like, what I'm, is I just, I don't like name? a lot of people to know information about me, you know, because yeah. I'm like, it got a lot of secrets and stuff. Yes. Um, yes. Actually, you know why they call me Dope Cook? Yeah, because you cook dope. <laughs> yeah, I cook with dope. <laughs> Not just a dope cook, guys. I cook no, with dope. I, no, and, I, I love that. That's amazing. And I also, my maiden last name is Roch, like crotch without the C. Not Rach. So... Not that's also kind of, you know, like, I don't want to, like, be like Avery Rotch or Rash or Radish, like, whatever <laughs> right. else. So, I'm Avery Dope Cook. I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So <laughs> You should, like, change your name and just go by just Dope, dope Cook. Cook. You're really Dope sure. Cook. Yeah. yeah. That I mean, works. I mean, a lot of people already think it's that. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like I can roll with that. <laughs> I did it. I'm guilty. That is me. I'm just glad the package actually arrived and the postman wasn't like, who the hell is this? Who the hell? Send back to sender. (laughs) So, okay. Now that we got that out of the way, please tell us about about you you and the podcast. Yeah. Well, I am Avery, dope cook. Um, (laughs) I, I... Used to be in dentistry for a long time until I went on to 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, season four, if you guys want to check that out. Um, And then I was on B90 Strikes Back after that. Uh, It's just a lot of trash TV. It's the best thing ever if you want to feel good about yourself. Um, But then after that, I kind of did my own thing because I got canceled off of television. (laughs) Um, you know, just all the best people do. It's fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm very controversial and I like being a little feisty. So 
Um, I got canceled off television. Now I do my own thing. I'm an influencer. I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own crypto company. Um, and I have my own podcast called the Chiller Queen Podcast, which yes. I recently started. And that goes over conspiracy theories, bizarre true stories, and I also dive into true crime, which Woo! is why I was really excited to collaborate with you ladies. Oh, we're your so excited. Podcast. Yes. So we excited. don't touch too much on conspiracy unless it involves yes. crime yet. And so <laughs> that's what, what, like when we found your podcast, it was like, oh, everything Love that it. we suck at. So yeah. everything <laughs> that we wish to be. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is so exciting. Um, we're so we're we're literally so pumped to have you on here. You're yes. you're only our second collab, and I I mean it's a home run. So yeah, it really is. I love it. All right, we both well, enjoy true crime and wine. So yeah, yeah. What more could you ask for? Here right? we are. What more could you ask for? So speaking of wine, speaking of so. We are, little merch plug, drinking out of our Something Spikes mm-hmm. wine tumblers, and we are enjoying <laughs> this bottle. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Um, it's the resident. It's red wine, and it's from our favorite scout and seller yes. who we have talked about before. They are great. They are sulfate, sugar, bad shit free. Yes. No hangover wine. Well, I like to test that limit, but we might tonight. It's supposed. So, Avery, what are you sipping on? Yes, what is your something spike? Okay, you guys are going to laugh at me, okay? I'm actually a wino, so don't be surprised (laughs) when I tell you what I'm sipping on, because people will be like, wow, is this your first time drinking wine? Please tell me I'm actually sipping on Riesling. Okay. Okay. See, Riesling is good. I yeah. love Riesling. I was expecting you to say, like, barefoot Moscato. Yeah, I was too. No, Riesling <laughs> is good. That's actually a really good Riesling to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Kung Fu Girl. It's a great bottle of Riesling. Um, Riesling's just, it's sweet, and it goes down so easy. And um Zinfandel is a, is a hard second. I love, oh, and... If you guys need a good recommendation on a nice red blend, yes. drink the devil you don't know. Mm, I've never Ooh. heard of that. It, it is no, I haven't heard of it. Phenomenal. But I want it. Yeah, yeah. And we also like to pick out sometimes drinks that are associated with the podcast. Yeah. So we do a lot mm. of like nineteen crimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a really cool one. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. put your phone up to it, and it will yeah. talk to you, and it moves, which is yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done Snoop yeah. Dogg? See what his does? No, I haven't, but we should. It's Next probably time. like, yo. Wait, Snoop Dogg has a wine? He, he, he has did a-, a 19 Crimes wine. He has yeah. a rosé and a red blend, and they are bomb. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Eric is most wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop D O double G. I'm pretty sure we've practiced that like this 10 This is where we enter the music. No. 100 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, at the start of the podcast, we have yes. a drinking word. Yes, we do. So, Avery, I know I don't want to put you on the spot. I know you don't know exactly what story we're doing. So, do you have a drinking word in mind that's murder associated, or do you want us to just wing it? Um, what about? Well, I think. Oh, uh, 
Oh, um, how about, man, this is tough. I don't do this normally. So what are your guys's? Yeah. I'm going to let you guys decide. So I was thinking, I was going to say bludgeoned, but like, that's probably not going to come up very often. I really want to drink. So let's do strangle. Yes. Strangle Strangle is a a word associated with this guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Relation Kate. Okay. So, if you're 21 and older, sip along. And if you're not, then get the fuck out and go drink your baba. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be on this podcast yeah. anyway, okay? Right. Exactly. We are Try drinking and we are cussing. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, our videos and podcasts are for entertainment purposes. All information discussed is found on the internet. Keep in mind, we'll talk all things sinister that may not be suitable for all audiences. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Boom. So, we are doing this episode a little bit different. Normally, one of us tells the story and the other one reacts, but we're... Guess what? 50-50. These sinister sisters are splitting it right down the middle. So... We are talking about Henry Lewis Wallace. He is a Charlotte, North Carolina native. Yeah. So that's from where I am. Yeah. Yes. We're kind of breaking the mold. He's out of our current zodiac sign. But he is. in honor of you, Avery, we're like, okay, North Carolina. And this we guy to do was it. like, woo woo, red flags. Red flags. So, Avery, have you heard of him? Um, I have heard of him. Okay. 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 Perfect. So, I don't actually know uh, Henry, a ton about him, but I've heard of him. So I'm excited to perfect. hear about this. Yay. So Henry Lewis Wallace, AKA the Taco Bell Strangler, um, serial killer who killed 10 women in Charlotte, North Carolina from May, 1992 to March, 1994. He has my heart. Honestly, with Taco Bell, <laughs> you should get a pass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested how Taco Bell plays into this. It actually plays into it a lot. It does. It (laughs) plays into it a lot. It's kind of wild. So, currently we're in May, so we're in the tourist season, the best season ever. Um, But we are going back to... One second. My dog's head is in a bag of (laughs) chips. A bag of shit? Literal shit. <laughs> okay. I'm back. <laughs> that is hilarious. I just I just looked over and her head is in a bag of chips. Oh, oh chips. chips. Oh, did we say a bag of shit? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, one, I'm honestly questioning why you just have a bag of shit you know, I'm pretty sure. lazy. I don't like to throw her shit bag away. So right. set this here. Thank you. Right. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Uh, so he blah blah blah. Tourist season. Yeah. Season now. Shut up. So we are now going to the Scorpio season. So he was born November fourth, nineteen sixty-five. In Barnwell, South Carolina, to a woman named Lottie Mae Wallace. Now, before we talk about his childhood and all of that fun stuff, I am going to bounce over to Scorpio. Um, 
little tidbit here, and we're kind of going to talk about it. So, as we know, Scorpios are crazy, Um, but Cadence found a lot of good uh, statistics here, so I'll go ahead and let you talk about the Scorpios. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, there are 46 Scorpio killers, serial killers. They make up 38% of all the serial killers, according to some website. So and she says in parentheses, don't fact check. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't quote me on that, but supposedly. <laughs> they are passionate, they're independent, they're secretive, and they let their feelings really drive them. And we love Times of India. It's we really do. random website that we use all the time. Yeah. So their quote is, they are very dark. And by dark, we mean pitch black. They are brave, powerful, cat-like when it comes to control and manipulation. And if they murder, you will call them sadists. So watch out. When we talk about Scorpios, they give no fucks. We talking about the bad guys. Back to you, Alexa. All right. Wait, okay. So I'm terrible with the astrology aspect. Scorpios are born when? November. Well, he was born November 4th, but I believe it starts like October 21st through November yeah. like 13th or 17th or something like that. Gotcha. So what is your astrological sign? Yeah. When's your birthday? I am a cancer. We haven't covered oh, cancers yeah, yet. We're not there yet. So don't murder anyone and we won't cover you during that season. Okay. Or you can and we can. Well, yeah. I wouldn't get caught because I know a lot about time. So yes. yeah. like, exactly. I know what not to do. Pretty good at murder. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> speaking of I that, thought about murdering my ex-husband, but um, <laughs> that's too obvious. So. Yeah, for sure. You, you can't do that. You can't murder a spouse. It's got to be, like, completely random. Or you can't be, like, connected to them in any way. Yeah, I know. And he was the, he's the only one who would drive me to murder. So it's like, you know, what do you do? Right. You just yeah. move away to North Carolina. Someone. I mean, move you away. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, move, move away. away. I mean, move away. <laughs> I mean, move away. So you just don't have that trigger. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So good old Henry. He was born to a woman named Lottie Mae Wallace. Um, Lottie was having an affair with a school teacher um, in Barnwell, South Carolina, and she became pregnant. And obviously, this was out of wedlock, and this was back in the 1960s, 1965. And uh, he was married, and the man found out that she was pregnant, and he was like, sorry about you. I don't really care. And so, yeah, she became a single mother. Um, She worked a lot. And he ended up, he did have an older sister, too, and she didn't know her dad either. Um, But they lived with their great-grandmother, so his great-grandma, mom, sister, and Henry in the home. And in the home, they were very, very poor. They rarely had electricity or running water. So um, you can kind of see a little bit about his childhood and where he could potentially become a serial killer. Well, it gets better Um, Mom was rarely home, and when she was home, she was very verbally abusive to the kids Mm -hmm. and very manipulative. Um, I read a story about a time where the kids were bad, they didn't do their chores, and she was exhausted because she had worked like two or three jobs, you know, that day. And instead of disciplining the kids, she made the kids go out to the tree, pick switches, and beat each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
Do you think they were like, hey, you get a small one and I'll get a small one? Or do you think they were like vindictive children and they're like, I'm going to find the biggest fucking stick? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I would hope they would find the smallest little switch, but who knows? Yeah, that's like so sad. Well, I mean, when I was spanked when I was younger, my parents would ask me how many I wanted and I'd always choose the maximum. Because mm-hmm. I was just a spiteful little child, right? But You're like, challenging them. yeah. But that's crazy. That's yeah. yeah. What a what a yeah. My parents just used guilt tactics and gave me emotional trauma. But other than that, <laughs> I I honestly sometimes I'm like I think mental trauma is worse than physical trauma. Yeah, I mean, there comes a time whenever you're old enough and you fake cry whenever you get spanked because it's like, okay, (laughs) I know this is going to be over and it really doesn't hurt. But yeah, I definitely agree. I think mental trauma. Were you never spanked as a kid? Nope. I can tell. (gasps) See, (laughs) you... We are in the genre that we still got spanked as children, but like the next genre is like, no, we never got spanked and we're so entitled to (laughs) everything. Look how much better we are because I wasn't beaten as a child. It's like, okay. Like that's abusive and like spread love and kindness. Okay. Like I also know how to work a 60 hour work week. So yes. (laughs) I, I know, right? Taxes, barely. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> barely. Oh, I could God. go on. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, yeah, had a terrible childhood. To be honest, it's actually quite sad. They were very poor, and obviously, like I said, he had an older sister. Um, mom and grandma. Clearly, grandma didn't really work, but mom couldn't afford clothes for Henry as he got older and as he grew. So, unfortunately, he had to wear his older sister's hand-me-downs to school. So, thankfully, um, they weren't really like girly or anything. Why are you choking? Your dog's getting cuts for me. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, thankfully they weren't like girly clothes and just like jeans and t-shirt type thing, but still like he had to wear his, you know, older sister's hand down. So went to Barnwell high school there in South Carolina and he was a cheerleader. He was actually pretty popular too at school. Um, mom would not allow him to play football for some odd reason. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just be a cheerleader. Since I, I let him at all the football she let him do She let him do cheerleading, but not football. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Very progressive. Very. Yeah. Very <laughs> progressive. Very progressive. She's like, I'll yeah. beat the shit out of you, but those other boys, hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, he became a cheerleader. He graduated then in 1983, and he went to South Carolina State College. Um, He was only enrolled at South Carolina State for about a year and a half um, due to disciplinary reasons, and he didn't really like school. Um, He worked as a DJ at a radio station, but he was shortly fired after getting caught stealing CDs from the radio station. So uh, two years later, he joined the U.S. Navy, and um, you know what they say? It's always the ones joining the military In that the are. Navy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what they no, always say. Yeah, keep no, going. No. 
I'm not singing on this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Um, but it's always, I feel like it's always the craziest serial killers, like, that are the ones that are in the military. Like, why, or, like, law Well, it's like, if you're, if you're a serial killer and you're like, I want to kill people, but I want to do it legally. Right. It's like, yeah. why don't I just join the military? Right. And then I, I can, like, have like at a, it. Like, a Background mental check. check. Yeah, like, that too. A mental check. They don't let you have visible tattoos, but you're a psychopath. Here's your form. You're in. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, dude, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to love this job. You're a narcissist. Yeah. It's so like there's so much killing. You're going to have okay. so much fun. Right. So much blood. It's it's so great. It's great. <laughs> That's awful. So two years later. In 19- yeah, I, I, actually, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Minute. I actually wonder how many serial killers are in the military currently just kill people. Mm. We should just ask. You know? Yeah, let's just ask. <laughs> what are no, the statistics I, on them? I bet it's a lot because a lot of them are narcissists and they can't lie their way to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And a lot of them are very antisocial, like, like sociopathic people. Yeah. Weird, but like, they do come back and they're different and yeah. they're like very, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, that's freaky to think about. I feel like that needs to be like an episode. And I was going to say, too, that people who are in military uh, situations, like, they get desensitized by their environment. And so the more that they do it, the more they're just like, it's almost like playing a video game. Yeah. 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 like that. It so almost creates Mario killers. And driving on the roads. I'm like, fuck these other cars. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how I am Yes. No, you're, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Where are we in the no, story? Where are we? Wait. That's one episode, folks. My, my dog is <laughs> My dog is chewing on a cord. One second. Okay. I got a puppy, everybody, and my dog doesn't know how to be a, a, a like a dog, normal dog yet. <laughs> so one second. So all good with the dog. Dog is okay. Saved your life. We're dog back. is alive, not electrocuted. Um, two years later, 1987, he married his high school sweetheart Maretta. Um, she had a daughter, so he only- was born. Aw, 1987? Yeah, I'm 34 years old, everybody. I'm old. You're not, You're not old. old at all. <laughs> yeah. She's 58, so I mean. Holy shit, you look great. Who's so your dogs. Botox and filler doctor? Right? I, want to know. I will never tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say a really bad joke, but um, continue. Uh, 1987, he married his high school sweetheart. I can't say shit like that. Alexa, I can't. Um, it was a stepfather to her daughter. Um, so not only did he become a husband, but he then became a stepfather. Um, but shortly after he started using drugs, he became addicted to crack cocaine. So this is pretty typical in the 80s. It was the drug of choice. Um, and this is when he started breaking into homes and businesses to feed his habit. So um, he kind of did a bunch of different jobs here and there. He worked at the hardware store. He 
worked in fast food, which we'll get to. Um, but he couldn't afford a crack addiction. And so mm. he just started breaking into homes and businesses. And um, he was later arrested for breaking into a hardware store. Um, he pled guilty and was only sentenced to two years of supervised probation. Wow. Wow. Yeah. First red flag of the justice system. Second red flag is while he was... I hear that stuff so many times. Right. All the time. While If you all want to know, I'm just going to put a plug in real quick. Yeah. Listen to my first episode of Catherine Mary Knight on uh, the Chiller Queen podcast, episode one. It goes over her entire insane history of how many times she could have gone to jail for a really long time, and they let her off the hook. And then that. she murdered someone. Right. And then wow. literally the most grotesque, like cannibalized him, cooked him into stew and hung his skin mm-hmm. on, in like a hallway. Mm-hmm. Like the girl was nuts. Yeah. And she oh was let off by police. I don't know how many times. Yeah. They call so. her like the female Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like the, like she friggin' nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Sounds yeah, delicious, right? <laughs> <laughs> she she cooked him and was attempting to feed him to his children. So, oh. wow, <laughs> audacity. the audacity! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's just so, amazing how many people can get off the hook. For right. This. Right. Yeah. And that's like it's just wild to me. You know. Okay, breaking into a hardware store and eh, not a big deal, but that. Like, come on. That's like, I mean, we'll let it slide this time. This time. She didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. His skin just fell off. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do it. (laughs) So, two years supervised probation. However, he never went to his PO meeting. So, yeah, criminal. Um, 1991, so three years later, he broke into his high school and the radio station that he used to work at. Um, he stole recording equipment and other shit, and he ended up pawning them. Um, he got caught in 1992, uh, for not only those crimes, but for also breaking and entering into another business and into other homes. Um, and then he was d- honorably discharged from the Navy because of his criminal activities. So kind of a downward spiral. After he was honorably discharged from the Navy, his wife decided to divorce him shortly after. And then he moved to your neck of the woods, Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's when he bounced around job to job at different fast food restaurants. Also, fun fact, when he was a DJ at the radio station, his name was, um, oh, now I'm going to forget it. I know. I I don't remember his name. It's like Knight Rider. Was it Knight Rider? It was. Yeah, Knight Rider. Knight Rider, because he was known for his, like, sexy, smooth voice, voice, which is barf. Yeah, so gross. Have you heard his voice? No, No. I'm just assuming it's disgusting. (laughs) 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 <laughs> we don't do pretty sure it was barf and ew okay pretty yeah. sure he was gross why because he murdered people i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's how we do our research around here. We just assume things. Yeah, we do. We never claim to be the expert. So it's all good. good. So, um, yeah. So at this point he is working as a manager at Taco Bell, our favorite fine dining establishment. (laughs) But I got a manager position, right? Right. Especially with his background. Like, come on. Um, we're working on it. Oh, he's really hitting it big. And in March <laughs> of 1990, so we're just going to get right into the meat and potatoes. Yep. He murders 18 year old Tashonda. How would you Bethia. say that? But yeah. Okay. <laughs> you knew you. I was going to ask. I hate you. <laughs> okay. Tashonda Bethia. She is a student from his former high school and supposedly one of his exes. It was Mm -hmm. kind of like, eh, they might have dated off and on. Mm -hmm. But he dumped her body in a lake. Also, this is all occurring in the same town. Several weeks later, her body was discovered. And he was actually questioned by police about the disappearance. Um, The body showed signs of an attempted rape. But... um, and, and questioned about the death, but he was never formally charged with anything. So there wasn't, I guess, enough DNA evidence or whatever it was, but that was just kind of pushed aside. Mm-hmm. Very horrible. So um, about a year later, so, oh, whoops, 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 whoops. No, we're not at that point yet. Okay, so at this time, again, his marriage is falling apart. Yep. Um, sorry, I, I totally fucked up the Taco Bell thing. He was working as a chemical operator at this time, and this is where he gets fired from that position. Yeah. So now we're at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Manager. So a year later, a year and a month later, he, uh, breaks into the former high school station, I guess again, and this time he still is recording equipment, uh, supposedly super expensive, he was caught trying to pawn these items. Oh, wait. Then he moves to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. Okay. I, feel, I don't know why I feel like I'm confused, but I guess I'm not. So, no, we're right. You're right. Um, so a few months later, still 1991, he moves to Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, again, we're, we're at Taco Bell. And things seem to be looking okay for him. He's not killing people right now. Had a good year. Had a good year. Uh, fast forward, May of 1992. So what is that? Half a year and a half. Well, like a oh, half sorry, a year. November to like yeah, half so a six year. months. Six yeah. months ish. He picks up 33 year old. The month and year I was born. Wow, <laughs> what a great time to be alive. He's about to murder a bunch of people. Oh my gosh, I'm old. Claim that energy. <laughs> um. So he picks up 33-year-old Sharon Nance, who was a known drug dealer and sex worker. She demanded payment for her services, as we can all assume what those were. And instead of paying her, he thinks of the next reasonable thing, which is to beat her to death and leave her body in some on some nearby railroad tracks. Mm. So her body is found a few days later, and no investigation ensues. Nothing happens. Right. One month later. He's a prostitute. 
Right. Addict. She's not right. a person. She sells her body for money. And right. she sells drugs. Hello? Yeah. If you want to get away with murder, just kill the prostitutes yeah. and drug addicts. Yeah. It's disgusting. Right. So one month later, Wallace strangles, drinking word, raped and murders 20-year-old Shauna Hawk in her home. Mm-hmm. So she's 20 years old. Shauna worked for Wallace at Taco Bell while studying to become a paralegal. This guy goes on to attend her funeral. Yes, he did. He goes to the funeral. He He even brought Taco Bell to the funeral. No, Taco Bell fucking catered. (laughs) No, no, that that part we made up. Like I'm catering, everybody. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry for your loss. How, here's a chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, later, um, her family her family founded Mothers of Murdered Offspring, which I'm sorry, the name. Mothers of Murdered, murdered offspring. offspring. I know, that's terrible. That's a Mothers group. of Murdered Offspring? I, I feel like they could have worked on that, but it's fine. It's, it goes to a great cause. It's a Charlotte-based support group for parents of murdered children. That's sad. It is so Aww. sad. Shauna was known for her beauty, her grace, her kindness, and they even nicknamed her the Purple Princess, which they put mm. on her tombstone. So this was like a sad. a great girl. Yeah. It's, it's really tragic. So, um, But he's not done. Three days later, three days later... He strangles, rapes, and murders another Taco Bell employee, 24-year-old Audrey Spain. Mm-hmm. I mean, just total trash. And her body was found two and a half days later. So, they're rel- I mean, at this point, you'd think they'd be like, hmm, all these Taco Bell employees go missing. I think we might have a killer on the loose, but no. Not yet. They right. Doesn't strike them as odd. It could be from Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> what is the connection? They did order the party with Taco Bell. And they got a lot of Diablo sauce. So. <laughs> <laughs> Diablo sauce is the best. Yeah. So, so, fire. This guy's got taste. <laughs> Ooh, that is <laughs> awful. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm gonna like need to cleanse my soul after. I have it here. Hang on. Oh, we got. Yeah. Burn some sage, girl. Sage. sage. You got it. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We I'm got burns and everything. <laughs> I just keep some sage burning the whole time while yeah. I do this. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, oh June, July. Okay, so we're two months later. August. Mm-hmm. Oh no, sorry. We're a year later. August of 1993. So he gives it some time. Wow. But he strangles, rapes, and murders 20-year-old Valencia Jumper. And things kind of get a little twisted with this connection. So Valencia was a college student studying political science, but she was a good friend of Wallace's sister. Mm-hmm. So that's awful for his sister. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I'm sure there was just what I mean by that is I'm sure there was a lot of guilt associated with you would it. Thing. You would think. Like, what the fuck? You are murdering your sister's friend. Yeah. So, after he murders her, 
He sets her on fire to cover his tracks, and both him and his sister attend the funeral. Not, no catering this time. <laughs> no and, but they do send, they go as far to send the family condolences. Like, I just can't. Well, she didn't know, but he knew 100%. Yeah. yeah. I just can't imagine putting pen to paper or whatever they did knowing you're responsible. But Right. So how many victims do we have right now? So, so have- far, we've got one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah, victim number four. Four victims four. in a very short period of time. Yeah, in a matter of two years so far. Three, three well, years. Barely into three years. Mm-hmm. So... So sad. So, again, um, one month later, he arrived at the apartment of a 20-year-old Michelle Stinson, another college student, single mother of two boys, again, a friend Mm -hmm. of Wallace who worked at Taco Bell. He raped her and then later strangled her before stabbing her to death in front of her three-year-old son. No. I mean... Did I read no. that? No. Yeah, I think I remember correctly, too. And correct me if I'm wrong. He also strangled the three-year-old boy, but the boy lived. That's later. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So I'm confused. So that was September. Now we're in October of 1993. And... <laughs> yes. Also, shout out to our other special guest. Yeah, if you're shout watching. out to Golden. Yeah, if you guys want to know, uh, Golden just entered the house. Yes. Yep. Uh, her name's Golden Girl. She oh channels Blanche's energy. Mm. Um, I love it. If, cute. if you want to look, she looks just like Blanche. <laughs> oh, so adorable. I want one. <laughs> I want one so bad. <laughs> So, Blanche, get ready for this because (laughs) cover your ears. October, (laughs) October of nineteen ninety three. Wallace has a son. Mm. Um, I put by his wife, but at this point, the wife is gone. So, I guess this was by his girlfriend at the time, which he does have a girlfriend. He does. Um. Anyways, moving on. February ninety four. So several months later, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to take a break from murder, and uh, he is arrested for shoplifting. But police are still not making the connections with all of these Taco Bell related murders and Wallace. Right. So I don't know how or why that is, but well, and I want to say too, it's in the early nineties. Yeah. They're, you know, in Charlotte, North Carolina, the women primarily that are going missing or that are murdered are either, well, they are black, black, unfortunately, and I know we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it's like the, the police at the time, it's like they didn't even really care to look into it. They right. did not think that they had a serial killer at this time, Yeah, even though what, a serial killer is three or more? Yeah. We're way past that. Yep. So, a few weeks later, uh, we're still in February of 94, Shauna's mother, so this was an original victim, or sorry, a second victim, made an appeal to the public to find her daughter's killer. She's like, we've got to get this going. So, a day later, after she makes this uh, public announcement, one 
fucking day later, Wallace strangles, rapes, and murders 25-year-old Vanessa Mack in her apartment. Again, Wallace knows this victim through his sister. She was um, a medical escort at a local hospital and had two young daughters. So, so sad. I, I feel, honestly, Shauna's mother coming out and saying that, that had to be the biggest fucking blow after right. making, saying, you know what, I'm going to reopen this, right. reopen these, these wounds, and, yeah, and then that happened. Yeah, and no fault to her, because she didn't do anything wrong, but it clearly triggered him to be like, you know what, bitch, yeah. here I go, I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to kill someone else. Ugh. What a fucking psycho. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's just ruthless. There's no control. Well, and like they said about Scorpios, you know, they're dark. Like, people are dark, but Scorpios are pitch black. And this mm-hmm. guy was fucked up. Just like the Taco Bell Diablo packet. <laughs> pitch black. <laughs> Taco Bell is going to sue the fuck out of us. Okay, so. Or, um, you guys gonna... really are like sisters. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but you guys, like, finish each other's sentences and it's like really cute we try you know taco bell isn't gonna it's like us. you know what the other is gonna say and you're just like pitch black yeah. <laughs> you know we do we do we do that we have that telepathy thing <laughs> We have that to love. That's, that's your soul sisters right there. Yes. Sinister soul sisters. Oh, see? Well, I'm saying it right there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, where are we? Okay. So, uh, yes. So, that was February. We're moving on to March. We're just going month by month, month with, the, with all this. Month. Wallace. This guy's like on a roll. Yes. He, yes. Rob strangles, rapes, and murders Betty Bauckham one day after her birthday. And he is just with it on the timing of all of this, too. Mm-hmm. So, Betty. Take a drink. Betty and Wallace's girlfriend were co-workers at this place called Bojangles. And after the murder, Wallace took many valuables and left with her car. He pawned everything but the car, which he left in a shopping center. Betty also had one daughter around the age of three. Yeah. But he's not stopping here because four days later, Wallace returns to Betty's apartment complex, knowing um, he knew some couple there, knowing the guy would be at work. He went to murder the girlfriend, Brandy Henderson, Mm. who, 18 years old, high school student, also a mother. He, oh, this is the one I was thinking of that I thought you were going to (laughs) say. Oh, okay. This is graphic, so. Yeah, this is bad. Trigger warning. He raped her while she held her baby and then strangled them both. And this is the one where the, the baby survived. Okay. Yeah. So the baby did survive, thankfully, um, and then he left with anything valuable they had in the home. I mean, that's like <laughs> staring past somebody. That's like, that's soulless. That's just evil. That's soulless. Yeah, that's like, purely has absolutely no empathy, no emotion. Right. Like, yeah. I wonder what the fuck, like, went wrong with this guy. Was it, like, crack? 
like he's crack addiction. That's like, a great question. Triggered this some is not because weird he wore the brain. Yeah. This isn't because he had to wear girly clothes. <laughs> no. And I mean, we'll talk about the trial a little bit. They dive into like mental illness and all that. So from his childhood, but honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, we talk a lot about serial killers and we want to pinpoint it. Like, I feel like people just want to pinpoint it on the childhood. That, that's yeah. what they want to, that's what they want to pinpoint it on. They want to say, well, this is what happened to them as a kid. And unfortunately it groomed them as an adult, but you know what? I'm sorry. He had a roof over his head and he wasn't beaten by his mom. You know, yeah, yeah she was vindictive, vindictive and manipulative and yelled at him and made, you know, sister and him hit each other. But like, it wasn't terrible. We've listened to so many other stories that are way worse. So maybe it was the crack cocaine or maybe who knows? Like yeah. people are just fucking evil. Yeah. And I just got to say too, like I grew up in a really hard childhood and I'm very open about this. Like I, uh, have dealt with a lot growing up, but like mm-hmm. I never had this tendency to like, Yes, I do struggle with some of my childhood trauma, but it's like a lot of people do. And right. it doesn't turn you into a serial killer. I right, feel like right. there are some things that can obviously turn you into a serial killer based on certain childhood things. But I also think that some some people just have these psychological, like neurological uh, issues that just like prevent them from feeling emotion. And that's oh, probably sure. one of the most things ever, because if you don't feel emotion, you don't really care. Right. Like have empathy. Others. Yeah. Other people, you know, right. So it's like sometimes that doesn't necessarily need to be created because of childhood. It's just exactly. something born with. Yeah. And psychologically, I think there's something or, to too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say like, or you just have, you go on certain types of like chemical dependencies mm-hmm. that completely change the neurological balances in a person's brain and can like right. snip off the serotonin and, and all these different types of things that happen in our brain. And, and we just like, can't recover from that. I mean, that's why wow. there's a lot of fucking meth heads out there that like kill animals and do weird right. stuff. It's like, yeah. 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 I mean, and almost to that point, I, I think obviously there are things that some people go through that they need mm-hmm. external help or like right. addictions that you can't quit on your own and things like that. But for the most part, um, once you become an adult, it, I have a really hard time with people who blame their parents for the way that they are. And I'm like, I get mm-hmm. it. And I know that that's like what you lived and but now you're an adult and it's you, you make your own choices. You, it's time for yeah. you to decide. Don't be a victim. If, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to deal with that trauma or ignore it and be a fuck up just like them. So yeah. And kind of like Avery, what you were saying, like I agree, like I had a rough childhood. I have a lot of childhood trauma, but I'm not a fucking serial killer. Or a that, that we know of. I mean, I might be <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's I got into true crime podcasting, right? I okay. am researching. Who would suspect a true crime podcaster? I see what you're up to. Yeah, see, I'm you. smart. Ugh. 
Come on to you guys. Your conspiracies and shit. Yeah, right? But no, totally. I mean, yeah, and like Alexa said, we'll dive into how he blames his childhood for a lot of this, but... So at this point, let's see what year we're we're in so March of ninety four, and police have finally caught on that maybe something isn't right. They uh, increased their patrols after the last two murders mm-hmm. occurred, specifically near this apartment complex. So, however, despite the upped authority, Wallace still manages to rob, strangle, and stab to death. 38 times to be exact in the stomach and chest, mm. Deborah Slaughter, ironic last name. Yeah. Um, she is 35 years old, mother to an 18 year old, yeah. also a co worker of Wallace's girlfriend. Um, her body, her body, her body was found four days after the previous murder. God. Um, so he's not slowing things down by any means. This guy is like, it's almost like he is getting cocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And isn't getting any type of attention. Mm-hmm. And so he's just getting like ruthless. Yeah. Because usually you have serial killers who, who have a little bit of time between yeah. because they're very meticulous on how yeah. they do certain things. And he's just kind of like going mm-hmm. after it. No, and I think it's because like he hasn't really gotten much from the police or anything. No, you know they like, they haven't done like, anything oh, except questioning him on his first murder, and it was yeah. like, oh, you didn't do it. All right, All right. well, have a great day. Yeah, and that was back in 1990, and now yeah. we have 94. So it's it's crazy. Um, so now we move on to the arrest and the trial finale. Big finale. Big, big finale. So, (laughs) March 13th, 1994, he was finally arrested. Um, They took him back into the interview room where he confessed over 12 hours to murdering 10 different women in Charlotte, North Carolina. Let me add this. He enjoyed a Snickers bar and a Coke while he did it. He did. Gross. Yep, Typical. he did. Typical he, fucking serial killer. Right. He also confessed to an 11th murder, which was his first murder back in 1990. And this was prior to being in Charlotte. This was back in his hometown of Barn- Barnwell, South Carolina. Um, all of his murders he described in great detail. He knew exactly what the women looked like, exactly what they were wearing, exactly where they were, and he described all of the details, how he raped every single one of them, how he strangled every single one of them, how he then robbed them and made sure that they were dead. Mm. Wow. Apparently, um, the Charlotte police chief got a lot of shit for this whenever he finally got arrested because 10 women had been murdered, 10 black women had been murdered, shall I say, Um, and so the city was pissed. They said, okay, it took you this long, it took you two and a half years to finally arrest someone and to arrest the guy who killed all these women. Um, The police chief came to say... 
sorry, we just didn't have enough evidence and denied all accusations about it being a racial situation, even though it did kind of uh, peak an uproar. There was um, some protesting involved. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the police chief again design, denied all of those accusations and stated that he didn't even know that there was a serial killer in Charlotte, North Carolina, murdering these black women until the early days of March 1994, and he was arrested on March 13th. So you're saying for 10, you didn't know, and then all of a sudden, 10 days later, you find a serial killer and you're going to arrest him? Yeah. <laughs> so... See, that plays into a lot of the issues that I have with the justice system where it's like you characterize people and then you brush it aside if it's not something that is like what you deem important, you know? Right. And it's like everybody should be like, I, I hear so many cases of like people who died from a gang or drugs or something like that. And it's like the, it doesn't ever get like followed through with. Right. But then it's somebody who is, you know, maybe like a teenager or somebody who's from like a a normal environment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they get a lot of attention. Right. Because it's out of the norm, but it just like depending on their character is depending on how much they'll put their effort into an investigation. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like, yeah. And in that era, I can totally see how that could be, you know, yeah. Pushed aside. It's, it's the same with the sex worker status. Like, well, because she was a prostitute, it's like, well, I'm sure she still had a family. And I'm sure that, you know, she has cared about her feelings. Yeah. So, I mean. And a lot of these people are struggling with their own issues. Yeah. And so they're dealing with, like, regardless, we have a serial killer out there. Yeah. It's like. Well, so that person shouldn't be out there doing that. Yeah. That's the other side of it is, okay, even if you don't care about her and you don't respect what she does, whatever, aren't you worried that there's a murderer? Yeah. Are you worried about the person who did it? Like, what? Take her out of the equation. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense all around, but... So, um, following years, his trial was delayed, unfortunately, due to DNA evidence and jury selection, um, as well as he was kind of being nitpicky on where he wanted the trial to occur. Um, Apparently, he would say, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I read him kind of down the Reddit path. Uh, Reddit, Reddit hole. Reddit, Reddit hole. hole. Yes. Reddit. Like the rabbit hole, but the Reddit hole. I love Reddit that. You need to put hole. that on a t-shirt. That yeah, is genius. Really, <laughs> really. I went down the Reddit hole. Yes. Yes, you definitely should. Um, they okay. had said that he was getting like premonitions from God that these, uh, that the courthouse was going to be blown up. And that's why they didn't have the trial that date and that time. Wait. Who said that? Henry Wallace. Henry Lewis Wallace. So the person who was arrested, the murderer, 
So the, the trial was delayed for two years. Number one of DNA, evidence, jury selection, but also because any time that the trial was supposed to take place, he would say that he had these premonitions from God that the courthouse was going to be blown up. So and they, so they delayed to, it because of that? Right. So they would try to like find... Like they believed him? Right. So they would try to find like another courthouse... To take him to and to take the trial to, but they, there weren't any available. So that's why it took two years for him to go through a trial. I'm going to remember that next time I get in trouble. Listen, yeah, I'm God here. God is I, telling me this. I talk, and why is it always up. that these people talk to God? Right. Yeah, They're like, always. God told me. Always. Because I speak to God because I'm a serial killer. So right. I speak yeah. to God. In between my murders, I had I penciled God in and he said <laughs> He told me this place is gonna get blown to smithereens. We're gonna move this <laughs> and I'm gonna believe it. somewhere else. It's not well. Yeah. So the trial finally began two years later in September nineteen ninety six. Um his attorney argued for a life sentence, claiming that he suffered from mental illnesses and uh, that his murders weren't premeditated or deliberated. So therefore it did not warrant a first degree murder. Um the FBI said, quote, if he elected to become a serial killer, he was going going about it the wrong way. Mr. Wallace always seemed to take one step forward and two steps back. He would take items and put them in the stove to destroy them by burning them and then forget to sto- turn the stove on. So that just kind of shows you he was a little messy in all different areas. And essentially, that's how they caught him was the DNA. Hmm. His pro- the prosecuting attorney argued for the death penalty, but again... His attorney kept arguing for life, for a life sentence. Um, she stated she brought up his childhood multiple times, stating that he suffered from mental and physical abuse from his mother, grandmother, and his sister, even though him and his sister were tight. Hmm. Lies. Lies. All about the lies. So... Um, keep in mind, you know, the, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina police department couldn't get the job done and they couldn't find him prior to him being arrested. So they had to ask. Apparently I hear that's a common thing around here. Is it? (laughs) It's actually a South Carolina and a North Carolina thing. Apparently. So what you're saying is, is if we ever need so you're saying if we ever need to murder somebody, move to the do it in Carolina. South Carolina first. Good okay. well, if you have to cross the borders, go to North Carolina. South okay. Carolina is the worst, but North Carolina, wow. it's uh, it's trying to come around. Wow! So, wow. huh? Yeah. Now we know. The more you know, yeah, I know. More. Oh, in Florida. Florida is a great oh. place. They have a lot of swamps. So, fantastic. bodies here? The oh. Ozarks. Yeah, Ozarks. We've got uh, rolling mountains, mountains and lakes. You ain't finding anyone. That's what I'm but saying. I'd probably take the swamps. I feel like swamps is our best bet. Yeah, the yeah. A lot of people don't want to go into the swamps. You know, a lot of alligators. Mm-hmm. A lot of things going That's on mud underneath, like. 
suck in the body. Okay, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just making shit up. Yeah, yeah you're making shit up. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, the FBI, so Charlotte, North Carolina asked the FBI for help because they couldn't solve the case, right? Although they only knew that there was a serial killer for 10 days. Even though they literally took place at every, at the same fucking Taco Bell. Same fucking Taco Bell. They couldn't figure it out. Couldn't, but anyways, right. FBI. To the so rescue. they asked the FBI for help, but the FBI said, no, we don't think this is a serial killer, so we're not going to help you. So again, what? remember, right, <laughs> serial killers, three or more murders. Come the time, March 1994, he had murdered eight people. And then he finally murdered his last two people in the early days of March. So it's like... and. Over half of them worked at Taco Bell. Over half of them worked at Taco Bell. And the other half associated with his sister. Right. But there was no serial killer. Hmm. Like, these are some dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 Beyond. This is why you need online sleuths. Yes. This is why you need us to solve the case. Yes. Yeah. So Pretty much a detective. Yeah, you know, we pretty much all are detectives. That's all we do every day. Investigator. I mean, do you know how many crime, true crime shows I have binge watched right. and have analyzed? Yes. All of I'm pretty much a detective. Exactly. Yes. I don't yeah. know the law. I mean, you, but- you think about these detectives <laughs> and they're only on the cases that they're working on. I've been on every case. Yeah. Around the country, okay. You're overwhelmed with one. I'm binge watching 50 different documentaries right (laughs) now. In the last 24 hours, I have gone over 50 serial killers, okay. (laughs) And you, one case. You have one. That's such a good point, though. Honestly, I mean, I don't understand why there's no credibility in that, but we should add it to our resume. Yep. Yeah, pretty much that is on my resume. Um. I have a pretty interesting resume. It's just more like, hey, I like to talk about conspiracy theories and true crime. Like, you know, <laughs> not me. looking for a job, but like just showing you. <laughs> just give me money. Is. They're like, ma'am, this is a clothing boutique. How is this relevant? <laughs> <laughs> and like, a lot of people are into true crime. I mean, I can sell a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can I sell it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, so January 7th, 1997, he was finally found guilty on only nine of the murders. Um, And he was sentenced to nine death sentences. Um, Shortly after he was found guilty, he made a statement to the victims. And he said, quoted, None of these women, none of your daughters, mothers, sisters, or family members in any way deserved what they got. They did nothing to me that warranted their death. Oh, well, thanks for that. Stupid yeah, that shit. was really sweet. Yeah. So, I feel like you really care. Yeah. So kind. Like, thank you for that statement. It like, probably wasn't even worth the statement. Yeah, what the fuck was the point of that? Thank you for all of the emotion and the love and that quote. <laughs> yeah, quoted by it. That's it. That's out. Right. He right. was definitely a cheerleader in high school because that's some pageant bullshit right there. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Fucking drama queen. All right. 
The following year, um, June 5th, 1998, he married a former prison nurse, and they got married right next to the execution chamber where he was going to be sentenced to die. It's true love, Avery. True love. Get, <laughs> get on with it. Wait, I'm sorry. He married the prison nurse? Yep. Yeah. Yep. A prison nurse. Next to the execution chamber. Yeah, like they held the ceremony next to the the death room. I want to know more about this nurse. Well, she's clearly she goes to nursing way. school. She, yeah, she says I'm going to work at the prison. Probably so, find the love of my life. Right. Apparently, she and then I'm so into him. We're going to get married to the execution chamber. It turns me on. Don't ask questions. It really is like a love story. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. So bad. So it makes you wonder what kind of like I I don't even know what to say on that. That's like <laughs> Yeah, do we even call her a human? Probably not. No, she's Pop's a dumb not. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's a dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. Yeah. She apparently she was a former well, she was a prison nurse at the prison and then she quit or retired or whatever. She was about twenty years older than him. So at this time he's like thirty three. You gotta get what you can get, you know? Yeah, Yeah. right. She was he was thirty three, so she was like fifty three or in her fifties. So um Well Yeah, maybe she saw dud in the ass you just go for the nurse you know you know maybe she was just tired of the old bull and ready for the young calf i don't know you know right and and like that bad boy you know like right yeah but he has tat or something and she's like that (laughs) that guy that's who i want she's like you like taco bell i like taco bell what kind of sauce do you get Diablo. Oh, my black. God. You're the Taco Bell killer? Yeah. Oh, I'm so hungry. That's so good. <laughs> so into you right now. Like, they're literally in their ceremony. He's about to die. And she's like, you know what would be great right now? Some Taco Bell. Fucking chalupa. <laughs> Taco Bell. A fucking chalupa. <laughs> my last meal. are my favorite. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I won't lie. I that was like my jam at two thirty three in the morning. Fucking Taco Bell. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, oh my now girl. I can't have it. It just goes right through me. Yeah. Uh, it's bad. Is that is that like a thirty year old problem or? It's bad. Okay, so Especially I actually the next day. I know I'm talking about this uh, on a podcast, but it's definitely just. <laughs> Never sit well with me after the age of 30. I'm like, nope. That's can't have it. Totally Gotta plan fine. for it. That's Gotta plan for it. You know, sometimes we all need a good cleanse. And there's the there's the <laughs> enema and then there's Taco Bell. So it's just really, do you exactly. want to enjoy the experience or not? Because yeah. I, I at and, least enjoy Taco Bell. Yeah, fuck the juice. Yeah, cleanse. I enjoy it the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But you can go to any Taco Bell. And so it's almost like it's been ingrained in their recipe. Oh, for sure. You know? They're sprinkling it on at the end. They're like, and exactly. a dash of diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what's in their recipe, but it's not good. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's delicious, but it's not good. Exactly. Right. Delicious, right. but delicious. the after effects, side effects. Yes. They should have a side effects on their commercials, you know? Or like a warning. Like, like we have fucking, to put fucking disclaimers like the, on our podcast. The medicine ones? Yeah. Why do they not put disclaimers on the Before food? eating. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, there should be people frolicking in a beautiful garden while they're talking about all the side effects they talk about. <laughs> they're like, may cause chronic back pain and diarrhea. <laughs> You're going to hate your life tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you just won the audition. For the, yeah. for the talk about hire me. I'm, I'm your girl. <laughs> Oh, God. Wow. So this guy, let's finish this up. Uh, This guy continues to appeal his case over and over and over again, um, but his appeals are consistently denied. Um, What is he trying to appeal? The evidence. He's trying to say it wasn't his DNA. Well, and he's also trying to claim the mental instability. Yeah, the mental instability. So he doesn't have to die. He wants to go to an insane asylum and get a little bit better. Yeah, but he doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to be executed. And so that's his main reason for the appeal. Hmm. I'm just going to say, if I ever have to go to prison forever, like, I might as well die. Right. I don't care to live anymore. I agree. Like, I would literally just be like, okay, I'll take the death penalty. It's fine. Like, yes. Like, no, I don't care I to deal with life it. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, especially no point. you almost get killed in prison and shit. Like, people are nuts in prison. Back. What's you're, the point? You're eating fucking smiley face tater tots. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst food. And I know because I've been in jail. Okay. Oh. It's the, I know. I've been in jail. I've been in jail. I was in jail because I uh, had minor in consumption of alcohol. Oh, wait, they actually put you like in real jail? Yeah, because I did it a couple times in a row. Like, I I was like, I went to a party and then I went to another party right afterwards and got busted twice in the same night. And then I, (laughs) I I was a little young partier. I I went hard quick, but learned because right when I went to jail, I was only in jail for five days, but that was enough for me. Yeah. And I was like, I will never come back here. Yeah. If I had to spend the rest of my life in here, it would be terrible. Their food is like someone shit on a plate and then (laughs) wanted to feed it to you. And then if you get any dessert, everyone wants your dessert. And you're kind of like, I can't really tell you no. Okay, wait. So here's my dessert. What is prison dessert? Yeah, like a honey bun. Yeah, well, it's like, it's, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what half the food is because (laughs) it is like, like someone literally threw up. And then it was put into a pile of something, oh and God. then you have to eat that. Oh, it's, it's like no, it's it's probably the worst food that you could ever imagine. And so no. you definitely like I didn't even really want to eat at all. But like yeah. you obviously can't starve to death. But what I'm saying is like, wow, that kind of life is. I that's why I say I'm like, dude. I would rather just be like, yeah, eh, I'm good. Like. Give me the death penalty. Uh, 
Make it quick. Quick way I'm out, out here. I'm going to marry my sweetie next door. And then yeah, my nurse. I'm I'm gonna marry my nurse. Yeah. And then I'm out. Like, shout. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, Why? I'm really just throwing it all out there for you guys today. Hey, we you know? love it. Yeah, we love it. We love it. And I'm an open book. I'm mm-hmm. sorry you had to go through that. That sounds fucking Five terrible. Five days of fucking jail? A mystery hey, pudding or no whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it is. Hey, I got a lot of funny uh, experiences, but hey, it provides character. Right. Yeah. It's a learning experience. It makes you who you are today. Look right. at me now, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Thriving right on the something sinister podcast. I haven't been to jail in a long time. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I love it. Thriving. She has a dope in her Instagram name, but we we don't care. We've moved past the criminal life. We accept her for who she is. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Why keep on the podcast? Yes. Oh, God, right? No, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> It, it honestly, and this is not to condone, I want to stress this, this is not to condone any sort of like drinking or underage drinking, but you would be surprised by oh, how wow. many people have that in their history and you just either don't know about it or they didn't get caught. So there's no judgment. Right. Of course. (laughs) And from my hometown, that's all we had to do. I mean, there was nothing to do. Same. But have fun and party. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I grew up in a small town. Provide shit for kids to do, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaking wine. Speaking of drinking. <laughs> it's okay. We've been drinking for a while. Yeah, we have. We've been drinking Almost for got a while. A bottle down, so that's good. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So he Oh, we're not done? No, we got no. two sentences. Two. He confessed to killing other women he wasn't found guilty for. He confessed to killing 20 women. Wow. Even though he was only found guilty for nine, but we know he killed at least 10. And uh, currently he's still alive. Yep. There is no execution date yet. So so that's the story of Henry Lewis Wallace. Welcome to North Carolina. <laughs> is he in North Carolina? Yes. Yes. He's serving time. Maybe I should go visit him. Yes. Yeah, maybe you should. Uh, do a podcast number two. Hell Heart yes. Oh, two. my God. Do it. Yes, please do it. Okay, I've actually had this desire to go and interview serial killers. Us too. We have talked about it. We have. Um, and when I say we've had the opportunity, we've had kind of the idea of an opportunity. Yeah. But I don't know. It's that's a really heavy thing. And so we've kind of we're treading lightly, but yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. 100%. I would just be afraid to ask inappropriate questions because I do joke a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we'd be like, oh, so you're the Taco Bell Strangler, so do you get Taco Bell for free? Yeah, <laughs> so what was, what was your go-to order? Okay, like, like the Baja Blast or not? The best thing that has ever come 
yeah. <laughs> to interviewing ever with podcasting. Yeah. Like normally you get those researchers from like Dateline and they're just like, well, why would you do that? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, but like, do you like Diablo packets or do you like the hot sauce? Like, what was your favorite? Fire, because it's a little too chunky for me personally, but I'm curious your input. Um, Do you like the number seven? Why did you take the number seven off of your guys' menu? Because I really like the Taco Bell pizzas that you guys have. (laughs) That's just me actually expressing the fact that I don't like they took that off of the menu. Right. No, I really like the Taco Bell pizzas. See, Yes, that's what I'm concerned about. Us <laughs> talking no, but like that would be great. Like I, mean, I would sign up to listen to that interview <laughs> versus any other interview. Right. And then they might even uh, just be like, I want to be your friend. And then you'd be like, This is awkward. But like I'm friends with a bunch of serial killers, you yeah. know? <laughs> Like, yeah, me and Henry. It's like, I talked to Ted Bundy the other day. We pen pal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's got my picture. It's it's kind of into me. (laughs) It's a thing. Like, you know, I just don't want you want to hear because. Jeffrey Dahmer told me personally that if he were to make me into a milkshake, it would be a chocolate (laughs) with cherry on top. So fuck all you guys. We're besties. (laughs) So I'm going to take this as a compliment. Okay. (laughs) Because, like, I like cherries and stuff. Uh, so, guys, we are fucked up. <laughs> we are. So, okay, that's okay. okay. Are we through with the senses or are we down like half a second? Okay, closing the iPad. Done. Wow, okay, we made it through. Henry Lewis. Lewis Wallace. Wallace. Got it. The Henry Taco Lewis Bell Wallace. Strangler. Taco Bell Strangler. And. Thank you to Chiller Queen Podcast. Yes. Avery, we're calling her Dope Cook because that is what she is. So thank you yeah. for joining the show. Absolutely. And tell Thanks, ladies for having me on. For sure. We've got to do this again. I'm putting it out there that this in the universe. In the universe. Um so tell Just us throw it out there. Somebody catches it. Yeah. Just pull it back. Embrace it. Oh, eat oh, it. I got know. it. Oh, oh, yep, I got it. Good. <laughs> Tell us where we can find you and your podcast and everything that you're doing. Yes. So you can find me on my personal account, a very dope cook, um, or Avery oh. Dope Cook. But I'm a very dope cook. I so love that. Yes. So you can find me on my personal account, A Very Dope Cook, but that's not really where I do my podcasting much. So you can find me at Chiller Queen Podcast on Instagram. I am in the current process of building my website, so I don't have a website yet, but you can also listen to my podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Boom. And you're on YouTube also, right? So I am on YouTube. I just started the channel. So I'm. it's not got a lot yet, but you can also find my premium content on Rockfin. So if you go to Chiller Queen Podcast, you can find a link in my bio where you can get my premium content, which has early episode drops, um, bonus content, live streaming, all the good stuff. And plus, I'm just going to put a little plug 
that you don't only get access to my content when you sign up to Rockfin. You also get like everybody's content on the platform. It's almost like a Netflix for creators. So it's really amazing. You get access to everyone's for one subscription price. And it has like open-minded free thinkers, like sports. It has all different kinds of genres. It's pretty freaking amazing. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, That's really, really cool. neat. I haven't heard of that, so we'll have to look into it. Yeah. So, yes. all right. Well, uh, we will also we are on Patreon, so we want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. We've got a few new followers on there. Um, <clears throat> we do have a sponsor. We do. So we'll thank them really quick. Color Up CBD. For skincare, pet products, they are amazing. Colorupco.com and use code SINISTER20 for 20% off. All right. Well, Avery, thank you so much again. This has been so much fun. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, see you next time. Stay sinister. Ciao. Bye.